T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Tommy Caster, this is Sports Daily on Wichita's number one sports radio, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. edition of Sports Daily, a big-time reaction Monday. We've gone bowling for both K-State and KU. We've got a Big 12 championship for K-State. We've got the Chiefs in another big-time showdown among AFC powerhouses. All kinds of great stuff coming up for you today. We had some college hoops this weekend of interest, of course. We've got all the things happening in the NFL. Welcome in, everybody. I'm Jacob Albrock alongside Tommy Caster. Jad Chambers back in the chair producing for us after a little well-deserved time off. Here we go. Tommy, how are you this morning? Busy weekend. Yeah, a lot going on. Everything you just mentioned and then uh, we had a couple of home games for the Wichita Thunder this weekend. The Teddy Bear Toss was on Sunday night. 2,500 teddy bears collected right. for area charities. So that was pretty awesome. But yeah, a really busy weekend and a lot to get to today. It is. Um, we'll just take it piece by piece here. So what we'll do is start with the Chiefs, the most recent of all of these things. Plenty of time we will spend today on K-State football and that Big 12 championship, on KU football. Uh, headed to the Liberty Bowl, all kinds of good stuff coming for you today on the program. But let's start with the Chiefs. They played yesterday, late afternoon game, the prime game of the week in the NFL. And yet again, 27-24 going to be burned into the brains of the Chiefs because the Bengals, again, 27-24. Uh, Patrick Mahomes can't can't beat Joe Burrow at this point, 0-3. Um, I think it says a lot about the Bengals that they were able to get that win. I think it says a lot about the Bengals' defense. That's as in check 
as the Chiefs have been held offensively, Tommy, I think, you know, really as much as we've seen all season long. I don't know that we expected that out of the Cincinnati defense, but here they are. They get it done. One costly turnover late by Travis Kelsey, which doesn't normally happen, uh, leads to the go-ahead touchdown for the Bengals, and their defense steps up in a big way at the end of the game. Yeah, look, credit to the Bengals. Um, I mean, we, we've known that they're good. Clearly, they represented the conference in the Super Bowl a year ago. Uh, they've got tons of talent. They returned Jamar Chase yesterday. Um, and, you know, Joe Burrow, I don't think, gets the due that he's deserved. Uh, I think a lot of people put him in that tier kind of below Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. And I think he deserves to be right up there. Uh, he's a great quarterback for this Bengals team. And so I don't want to take anything away from Cincinnati at all. Uh, they're a great football team. They absolutely deserve to win that game. Uh, and they are on a collision course for a top seed in the conference. And it looks like history is repeating itself again as far as when the Bengals are catching fire. It happened this time a year ago. And they made their way to an AFC championship. It looks like they're you know on that path again this season. So don't want to take anything away from them at all. The Kansas City Chiefs, they've got real issues on defense. Their defense cost them that game. Uh, that was a poor performance altogether by the Kansas City defense. And I know a lot of people will say, hey, look, if Travis Kelsey doesn't fumble in the fourth quarter, the Chiefs potentially win that game. You know, they're up by three midway through the fourth quarter. They're driving. They've got a chance to go up by two possessions, and Travis Kelsey fumbles the football. I understand that, but it's not Travis Kelsey's fault that the Chiefs were in that position to begin with. The defense did not play well, didn't tackle well, didn't rush the quarterback well. The secondary was exposed multiple times. Uh, there are some issues defensively for Kansas City that I know that we're going to get to. It's, um, I, I don't know in this game. I mean, I think there is some cause for, for larger concern. Uh, I don't want to overlook the loss because Cincinnati's going to be a team that is contending. In the end, they're now just a game back of Kansas City with a game in hand. Now, after this game, uh, we've talked about this. Kansas City's got a very soft schedule the rest of the way. So, you know, Kansas City, basically, they just need to go ahead and win out all of their games because we know home field matters, right? And and that bye may matter as well. Right now, they are with Buffalo with three losses, Buffalo has game in hand. So now you're counting on Buffalo to lose another game. I mean, this was a significant loss. Cincinnati's good. You were on the road. That's all fine. But now Cincinnati's in the mix if you don't win all the rest of your games to jump you potentially. Um, Cincinnati at 8-4 and four is right there with Baltimore. And I think a real contender, Miami didn't look very good yesterday, but they're still 8-4 and four. now just that, you know, game back. Um and Kansas City, as far as playoff positioning, this really, really hurt them. They they now lose tiebreakers to Buffalo and Cincinnati if it comes down to it. So all of those things are out there. Now, do we see what happens in this game and say that, yeah, now Kansas City's not the favorite in the AFC? Probably not. I still think they probably are. Uh, but... I think as much as anything else, and we've seen this league-wide, it's the same way in the NFC. This thing feels wide open to me um, all across the board. I mean, they are legitimately, you could make cases for at least 
Buffalo, Cincinnati, and Kansas City to win a Super Bowl in the AFC. I would probably include Miami in that as well as legitimate Super Bowl contenders out of the AFC. In the NFC, Philadelphia, Dallas, Minnesota, for sure, San Francisco. So there's four, right? I I think that we're looking at a really high-level playoff as far as excitement goes. And what I don't know, Tom, and I, I think about this too, does it mean we just don't have that truly elite team or does it mean there just happens to be a collection of really good teams? I think it's probably the latter because I think in a lot of years you could take Kansas City, you could take Buffalo and say those are truly elite teams. Now they're dealing with injuries and they're dealing with all the things that they've had to, but I just think there's a there's a larger number of really good teams this year and Cincinnati is one of them. They're playing really well. They're healthy. They didn't even have Joe Mixon in that game. They didn't even have him. Samaj P. Ryan was good, but Joe Mixon's, you know, in the conversation for their best offensive player, and they didn't have him. Yeah, well, and P. Ryan rushed like he was Joe Mixon. I mean, he rushed right. for over 100 yards in that game, and, uh, you know, Kansas City's got a major issue with tackling. Um, it was almost like they kind of took the day off yesterday and just didn't really want to tackle is kind of what it looked like. Uh, and they, they let P. Ryan get extra yards multiple times uh, in that game. And so, yeah, there, there are definitely concerns there. But to answer your question, um, I think that there's just there's a lot of parity. Uh, and th- there has been, I think, since the beginning of the season. And you mentioned Kansas City not being the, the Super Bowl favorite in the AFC. And you said they probably still are. I'm not so sure that they are. I mean, I'm not concerned necessarily about the rest of the regular season for Kansas City because, like you mentioned, they've got the easiest schedule in the NFL for the remaining games that they play in the regular season. But we've seen them play Buffalo, and we've seen them play Cincinnati. And more than likely, they're going to get one, if not both, of those teams again in the playoffs at some point. And at least this season, the Chiefs have been unable to beat those two teams. When you look at at Cincinnati and what they've been able to do, they got off to kind of a rough start this season. And I think we're almost forgotten about a little bit in the AFC race. Uh, And then you just look at the talent that they have around Joe Burrow. And there's not another team in the NFL that has three top tier wide receivers like the Bengals have. I would argue that not only Jamar Chase, but Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins, all three of them could be number one wide receivers on any football team in the NFL right now. There's an abundance of riches at the wide receiver position for Cincinnati. Then you add in Joe Mixon when healthy and what the defense has been able to do for that team. Yeah, they're absolutely a legit Super Bowl contender. Uh, And, you know, they got healthier. They brought Chase back. And I think that they've got they've got uh, the potential to win another AFC championship game and represent the conference in the Super Bowl. There's no question they do, especially if their defense plays the way it played yesterday. Nobody holds Patrick Mahomes to 223 yards passing. Nobody does, and they did. And and so that's that's what really opened my eyes as much as anything else. I, if you've listened to this show, you know how much I think of the Bengals' young core. I was on them last year. Um, I stayed on them. It paid off. Same thing this year, on them early, stayed on them despite the struggles because I just like what they're doing with their skill position, guys. Obviously, you mentioned it. There's no question T. Higgins would be a one. I mean, he filled in as a one while Jamar Chase was out, and they just kept winning games. I think Tyler Boyd could be a one, too. Yeah, yeah, in the slot, yeah, he's a good receiver. He's a good receiver. 
And and Hurst, they're tight end is hurt. Now, I don't know how seriously, but Mixon will come back. I mean, it's the same Bengals offense from last year, except their line will be at least a little better than that line we saw in the Super Bowl. It's getting better. They, you know, they did what the Chiefs did a couple of years ago, and and they're developing it still. But it's that defense. I mean, if you hold Kansas City to 24 points and Patrick Mahomes to 223 yards through the air, you've done a really good job defensively if you're the other team. And if they can begin to play defense like that, it's going to give them an advantage because right now, based on what we saw yesterday, we would say Buffalo has a better defense than Kansas City, right? I don't think there's any question about that. And I think you can say Cincinnati right now has a better defense than Kansas City. Now, Kansas City's has an opportunity to play better than it did yesterday. And on paper, I'm not sure which defense I would take, but they got to get there now. And if the Chiefs want to win a Super Bowl, the defense has to be better. Uh, yeah. It just does. I mean, I don't, there's no – with with the parity – Right now in the AFC, you've got to be better defensively than they were yesterday. Yeah, the recipe to beat the Bengals has always been to rush Joe Burrow and to bring him down. That's been the recipe because that offensive line has not been good. I know they went out and they rebuilt it, and I would say it's only marginally better than what it was a year ago. It's it still is. a little bit better, but still, yeah. uh, Joe Burrow's been sacked the fourth most times in the NFL this season going into the game yesterday. Kansas City ranks fifth in the NFL in sacks. So you would think with those two stats that they would have been able to get to Joe Burrow multiple times. They got pressure on him a few times, but they only brought him down once. They had one sack, and that was late in the game. And that was a play that I don't I have no idea why the Bengals passed the football because they could have ran for a first down and run the clock out. Um, but they, they got one sack. They should have been in the backfield far more often. And I know that part of the strategy, at least early from Steve Spagnola, seemed to be rush four and drop everybody else back to account for the wide receivers that Cincinnati has, but that doesn't work. That's not the strategy to beat the Bengals. The strategy is to throw everybody at Joe Burrow, get him off his game a little bit, get him rattled in the backfield. Uh, they allowed him to sit back there for the most part, and he just carved up the Chiefs defense. That secondary for Kansas City was exposed because they they didn't rush anybody, and so they had to cover Chase and Higgins and Boyd and Hurst before he went out with that injury. And uh, that 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 cost them a lot. It's um, we I I don't I don't know that it is the key to beating them. I don't know what it is because Joe Burrow played from his back last year and they went to the Super Bowl. Um, he he as much as any quarterback is fearless enough to just get blasted and continue to make his throws. Um, I I don't know what the answer is. I mean, sir, you want to sack the quarterback anytime, right? It's always successful. But he's as good as any quarterback in football. I'd rather throw a bunch of pressure at Joe right. Burrow than sit back and let Jamar Chase just absolutely eat you up. Absolutely. My point is they're really good despite it. Even when you do get pressure on him, as they he was one of the most sacked quarterbacks, if not, I think he was the most sacked quarterback in football last year. They went to the Super Bowl. So he's used to it. That's what makes them so difficult. Because if you're going to bring the heat, he can play through it, and now his guys get single coverage. I don't know what the answer is. I know well, you always want to reason, pressure the quarterback. Part of the reason, too, and I don't want to take anything away from Joe Mixon. He's a great running back. But part of the reason why he has the success that he has, and we saw P. Ryan have the success he had yesterday, is because it's almost like defenses are like, I guess, go ahead and get yours to run in the football because we've got to try to stop the pass. And yeah. that's why I think a big reason why we saw P. Ryan get over 100 yards running yesterday. 
And I don't want to sit here and pretend like the Bengals either don't have their flaws and aren't aren't a flawed team in any way. They're on a four-game win streak. Three of, you know, they lost to Cleveland, though, before that 32-13, to 13, right? Like, they, they're not flawless. Now, they are really good, though, and they're heating up. I mean, you can feel it, right? We can tell they're getting better. But they've played, even at times, not very good teams, a little tighter than they should. They get Cleveland, Tampa, New England, Buffalo, Baltimore. I don't think that they're going to run through that and win all five of those games. That's the good news for the Chiefs. I don't think that they're going to go 5-0 and down the stretch. Um, the Chiefs, on the other hand, have Denver, Houston, Seattle, Denver, and Vegas. The Chiefs better go 5-0 and down the stretch. So, you know, when we talk about playoff positioning, everything should be okay because the Chiefs play five games they absolutely should win. Um, and, and at this point, it's almost half to win now. I don't think the Bengals will go 5-0. and but the Bengals just showed us that they're capable of, you know, at times being the best team in football. I don't think that's an overstatement at all. If the Bengals play their game, they could be the best team in football, just like the Chiefs can, just like the Bills can, just like the Dolphins can. Perhaps, I don't I don't think the Ravens are in that conversation, but the Eagles, Cowboys, and Vikings are. Like, there's a lot of teams that we feel that way about. If they play their best game, they can beat anybody anytime. And so... You've, that's that's why I think this playoff positioning is going to matter so much. Um, let's see what Buffalo has. Let me let me take a quick look at what Buffalo has left on their schedule, because that's going to be another really interesting one. Now with that loss, is that Buffalo will have the tiebreaker? So Buffalo finishes with the Jets, Dolphins, Bears, Bengals, Patriots. That's pretty tricky too. Certainly more difficult than what the Chiefs have in their last five. So. Everything can be okay. You just don't quite control the destiny like you did before. And we knew this was going to be a big game. And Joe Burrow, look, you remember all those years, Tommy. Early, think early Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. Think the earlier portion of that. Generally speaking, most people considered Peyton Manning the best quarterback in football. Yet Tom Brady always beat him, right? Always beat him in those head-to-heads. Right now, generally, most people think Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in football. I do too, by the way. But Joe Burrow keeps beating him and these head-to-heads. What does that mean? I don't know. I just think it's an interesting development in this quarterback-rich NFL where Patrick Mahomes has proven to me all year that he is still the king, that Burrow, who started a little slower, is coming on white hot just like he did last year, and he gets another head-to-head win. And, man, he's got that swag. Patrick Mahomes has that swag. Joe Burrow's got that swag, right? Like, that just, like, this dude's a winner, man. Like, I, I yeah. would go to war for this guy if he was my quarterback. I mean, you know, he, he started slower partly because he tore his ACL his rookie season right. was out. <laughs> I uh, so, I mean, that's going to help you, you know, start a little bit slower. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, uh, this is kind of a, a budding rivalry, I think. Not necessarily between the two quarterbacks, but – between these two teams, they don't like each other. They don't get along. The trash talking that happened throughout the course of the week, um, you know, it was not was not great. And so I feel like the fact that these two teams are 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 there head to head, and the Bengals have their number right now. So it's going to take a lot, especially considering that more than likely the Chiefs will see the Bengals again in January. Uh, they've got to get it figured out. All right, let's get to Chris. We'll squeeze in a phone call here, 869-1240. Chris, what would you think of that game last night, or yesterday afternoon, I should say? 
Well, guys, uh, I am a Cincinnati uh big fan of Cincinnati so it was a great game for me <laughs> I yeah, really enjoyed that <laughs> um and are I you agree with are you, you as a Bengals of... fan are you as a Bengals fan Chris right now are you are you back in the this team can win a Super Bowl camp uh yeah I mean I definitely uh looking to go deep in the playoffs um and definitely started the year off shaking my head a lot because <laughs> I wasn't sure but now they're finally starting to look I think the O-line's coming together and I know Tommy was saying they just need a rush burrow but like you said Jacob I mean he was hit over 70 times last sacked not hit sacked 70 times last year and they still went to the Super Bowl so I don't think just all out blitzes is going to get it for them um, but I wanted to give a big shout out to Lou Anarumo the uh, defensive coordinator for the Bengals because now three times in a row he's pretty much shut down the, the Mahomes Kelsey connection out there even causing, you know, they were able to get a rip off of Kelsey last night that, or yesterday that put him in good field position and helped him out. So uh, I really think that that's been the key in these games is because, I mean, yeah, Cincinnati scored 27, 30 points, but that's not a big feat for Kansas City most of the time. Whereas when it seems like when they face Luana Rumo's defense, he's just, I, I know that the team calls him a mad scientist for all the creative creative ways that he's as a secondary so i didn't know if you guys noticed anything on that because it really like mahomes really looks confused a lot when he's playing cincinnati which just doesn't make sense i don't know yeah if that's a good point that or... yeah we we appreciate the call chris good good point and i agree mahomes has not figured out the cincinnati defense yet not like he has a lot of teams and and i do think their their point of focus is to take kelsey away now, I don't know if, you know, four receptions for 60 yards is taken away for most people, but for Kelsey in this offense this year especially, it is. And they've done that. And, and yeah, I don't know what it is. I mean, I, I look, I'm not smart enough to, like, watch the All-22 and tell you schematically what Cincinnati's doing that, that confuses Mahomes, but it's something. And, and it works, and it's worked now three times. And most teams don't feel like they had a bad day at the office when they come score 24 points, uh, but the Chiefs do. And they do in this game, for sure. So it, it is a good point. Cincinnati right now, of you know, as much as teams can, quote, have his number, which that's that's an overstatement, but for the point of this conversation, yes, Cincinnati has something on Mahomes that he hasn't figured out yet. Yeah, and I certainly think going back to the whole thought of, you know, pressuring Joe Burrow as much as possible, uh, I, I don't necessarily believe that that's the recipe for success. I don't think it is because as we've said multiple times and as Chris just said, they went to the Super Bowl and Joe Burrow was the most sacked quarterback in the NFL. But for Kansas City and who they have defensively and the secondary and the struggles they've got, it's better than sitting back and letting Chase and yeah. Boyd and Higgins expose you. They couldn't get to Joe Burrow. And I think maybe the outcome would have been a little bit different if they were able to get to Joe Burrow because it would have taken a little bit of pressure off the secondary. But, yeah, it's not a great strategy, but it's better than the alternative in my mind. Yeah, you, you have to – the Chiefs defense only works if they're rushing the quarterback. We've, we've learned that now for four or five years. All right, we'll take a quick break. K-State fans, you still celebrating? Getting ready for that Sugar Bowl Big 12 champions. We'll talk Cats football when we return.
Football fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Just place a single first touchdown score prop bet on any Monday or Thursday pro football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any Monday or Thursday pro football game. And if your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager, Kansas only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Welcome back in, everybody, to Sports Daily. Jake Valbrock, Tommy Caster, Jad Chambers producing for us here today. Glad to have you with us. Uh, It is a huge weekend in the sports world and one of the great weekends in Kansas State football history as the Wildcats take down TCU in one of the all-time games. Man, that game was fantastic. Um, it was emotional. There was drama involved in it. It, you know, validated what we thought about K-State, I think, and their ability to go win that game. I was I was so excited for K-State and so heartbroken for TCU at the same time, but we got it right anyway because TCU got into the playoff. I was mad. Like, I was, like, at the same time, I was like, heck yeah, K-State, We knew they were this good. They went and got it done. I immediately became angry at the system and thought Ohio State and Alabama are going to get in this thing because they didn't have to play a game because they weren't good enough to get to a game. But the committee probably got this about right, putting them, and and I think you can make a case for Ohio State to jump USC. The only problem is USC's in if they don't play a conference title game. So, you know, it's uh, we we can get to that in a minute. but, But first things first, Kansas State gets the win. Uh, Deuce Vaughn shined in a big game. They made some key defensive stops when they needed to. Max Duggan, uh, you can give him the Heisman. He was fantastic. He's not going to get it, but he certainly deserves uh, at least to be in the conversation or the number two guy, their star receiver. Uh, Johnston was fantastic. It had everything you wanted. And Kansas State, in a game where they lost Knowles early, Tommy, still finds a way to get enough done offensively and get a win. What a phenomenal job. And what a great team and group that group is. You know, sometimes you watch uh, like a, a game like the Big 12 championship game and you see the two teams in it and you think, I'm not so sure that these two teams are the two best teams in the conference. They just found their way into the championship game. Not the case with this one. It is obvious and clear to me that those two teams are the two best teams in the conference bar none. Without a doubt. And you're absolutely correct. It worked out perfectly. Kansas State got their conference championship. TCU didn't fall out of the four-team CFP, which they shouldn't have. I'm glad that they're still in it. Uh, I'm glad they get an opportunity to go play for a natty. Uh, and so it worked out It worked out perfectly for, for both teams. And I did agree with Sonny Dykes after the game when he said that he didn't feel like TCU should be penalized for that loss. I didn't feel like that they should have been either. Uh, you know, Kansas State, they... Uh, got a lot of respect, I think, from the committee 
because of the the way that they played and the way that they had their entire season play out for them. Um, so, yeah, I think that the committee got it totally correct. But looking at the game itself, you're absolutely right. Instant classic, uh, big-time players making big-time plays. Um, and how about you mentioned Max Duggan. How about that drive in the fourth quarter? And he put the team on his back and took off, ran the football several different times, was on his hands they and knees in the end zone, gasping for oxygen. You know, his teammates are trying to help him off the field. He's pushing them away. And I'm thinking, man, that's a Heisman moment right there. Um, you know, willed his team uh, back into the game when they needed to score the most to force the game into overtime. Um, that was pretty incredible. And, you know, I'm not a TCU fan, but in that moment, as I'm watching Max Duggan, how can you not root for him? How can you not be like, man, that is just an incredible show of strength and determination and drive and tenacity and all of it. Um, that game had everything you could possibly want in a high-level college football championship-worthy game. Um, and I couldn't be more happy for Kansas State getting their conference championship. It's a validation of Chris Kleiman and what he's built with that program. Yeah, I mean, all in all, uh, it, it was a storybook game, a storybook ending for Kansas State. And now the Horned Frogs get to represent the conference and go and try to win a national championship. Pretty awesome. Everybody, including I, I don't think anybody wasn't rooting for Duggan in the way he was playing. It, that was that was yeah. just such a fun game. It was my favorite game of any college football game I watched all year long. Um, it had everything you want in a game like that. Had drama. It was very back and forth. You saw one of the best players, if not the best player in the country, putting his team on his back. You saw the stars shine for K-State that needed to shine. You saw that defense, which I still think is the best in the league, make big plays late when it mattered the most. And the story of Will Howard and Adrian Martinez's relationship is a phenomenal one. Chris Kleiman was asked right after the game on the field in the postgame interview, not, not when he had time to think about it, but on the field by the sideline reporter, about Will Howard and coming in, and he quickly gave credit to Adrian Martinez and said, we're not here without him. And these two's ability to work together, become best friends, and all the things that have happened in the meantime, and he's and he's right. That's not just coach speak. Because, Tommy, when Adrian Martinez comes in and the way everything's played out, like, none of this happens if Will Howard's not getting that support. I don't think. I mean, it really is a group in a locker room that's totally bought in. And that's what validates this so much, I think, for the staff, for the fans, for everybody, is because they had plenty of times this season where it could have spiraled out of control. I mean, really think about all the different things for this team this year. Losing to Tulane early. Losing your starting quarterback. Losing both quarterbacks in the same game. Deuce Vaughn is clearly hobbled much of the season. Like, all of these little things, yet they kept hanging in there, doing what they needed to do, the loss to Texas. Okay, fine. We're going to come back, and we got to win the rest of them. And in just all of those things leading up to that moment, and within the game, you lose Malik Knowles, one of your most explosive players, to injury, and you still find a way to get it done. It's just, it's remarkable. And, and I can't wait for the Sugar Bowl. I hope Alabama has enough dudes that actually play in the game. And we don't know what's going to happen with that yet. K-State's going to be out there 
with their hair on fire. It's a Nick Saban team. I don't see them taking anything off, whether they have their starting quarterback or not. I think that they'll be ready to roll. And I think it's going to be a fantastic opportunity for the program on that kind of a stage. Boy, if they can come in and punch Alabama in the mouth, that stuff matters in recruiting. Now they get the full month of extra practice. Like, what a, what a great time for the program. Yeah, and, and the number of times, as you mentioned, that they could have rolled over and, and just, you know, packed it in. Uh, they didn't do that. You mentioned the loss to Tulane. Um, I had a hard time not thinking about in the moments after the win on Saturday, man, what would this season have been like if I they know. had not lost to Tulane? <laughs> Tulane? They would have been absolutely in the conversation for a national championship. Uh, but that was one of the times that they could have packed it and in. Tulane's didn't really look good. good, though. You know, we, they are we good. keep saying, like, oh, if they didn't lose to Tulane. Tulane's won its conference and ended up being a top 20. Probably will end up. I didn't see where they but ended up. But it's a game the they should have won. It's a game that Kansas State sure. absolutely should have won. They should have so won the Texas me, game, too. Yeah, it, it was I hard mean, for me to have... not think, you know, what, what could have been without that loss. And you mentioned the Texas game. You know, the, if you have a uh, – you take away that – that bad first half defensively for Kansas State, that could have ended up differently. You take away, we haven't even mentioned it, the last time they played TCU, they had a three-score lead and gave it up in TCU, won the game. I mean, there's a lot of what-ifs, right? And you can always, you can what-if it to death and it doesn't change anything. But there are legitimate what-ifs there that could have easily had Kansas State playing for a national championship. Regardless, though, it's a great season because they were resilient. They had a lot of injuries. They had the, you know, and, and remember, we talk about that. It wasn't even a, a controversy. The discussion between Adrian Martinez and Will Howard and who was going to lead the team. It wasn't just that. Think about the early games in the season where we were having the conversations of, can Adrian Martinez even do anything? Can he even lead the team to victory? Like he he looks kind of, looks kind of pedestrian throwing the football. Can he even really do anything? And now look at Kansas State. Look at what they've been able to do offensively. Uh, and, and so I feel like going into a Sugar Bowl against a team like Alabama um, and knowing what this team can do offensively, they absolutely should be able to hang in the Sugar Bowl. Um, I don't see Alabama being head and shoulders better than them. Uh, and then, of course, like we talked about, you're, you just mentioned, who knows what the status of a lot of the Alabama players will be going into the Sugar Bowl. But regardless, uh, it's a great opportunity for Kansas State to highlight their program again on a huge stage in the Sugar Bowl, one of the one of the top bowls in America. Um, it, it's it's again, a, it's a validation of the program for sure. Well, and it's an opportunity for Will Howard to get this much more work um, leading into next year. What What has changed for me, and I think what's probably changed for a lot of folks, is what the expectation for this program will be next year, right? This felt like an all-in year where they had to get it done this year. Now, they did get it done, but I think with the development of Howard um, and some of these other young players and all the injuries that they've dealt with and the experience gained just through that, I do think there's a chance they're right back in contention next year now. I, I don't know how you wouldn't. Um, you know, we've seen depth at the running back position. We didn't know if that was there. It's it's. I think it is. And we don't know what they're going to be able to do in the portal either, which is going to be significant most likely. If I'm a receiver and I know – and we don't know who's coming back and who's not coming back, but there's probably an opportunity for a really good receiver to come into Kansas State and see Will Howard play and want to be a part of that. So – the I mean the future is as bright as it could be and then and then after next year you'll probably have all those you know the recruits that are coming to one of the best classes they've ever had 
then they'll probably start coming through and be ready to go. So there's there is a vision here of a whole lot of really good years for Kansas State football. And that's yeah, really exciting. I also think, and, and to take that even a step further, because of what we saw this season from Kansas State, Sugar Bowl notwithstanding, regardless of what the result of right. that ends up being, you have to wonder if the expectations start to shift a little bit. Can this team win a national championship? And and it's been a long time since Kansas State has had those conversations. Um, it's It's been about 20 years, I think, since the last time the Wildcats and the, the people around the program and the university and the fan base have had that legitimate question. Can this team go out and win a national championship? Do they have the talent to do that? Uh, for a long time in the conference, uh, yeah, you know, Kansas State played good football at times and, you know, a couple of years competed for uh, conference championships. But more often than not, they were in that top tier kind of mid-range in the conference. They weren't really competing for conference championships. They were getting maybe middle-of-the-road bowl games. Now, all of a sudden, because of what we saw this year and with we with what we know is more than likely returning next season and with what Chris Kleiman has built there as a program recruiting and all of that, I think it, it, it's a legitimate question. Can they win a national championship? And I think that that should be a fair question. Yeah, I, I think it's a question. I don't know without their Malik Knowles not going to be back, don't think. Deuce Vaughn, I don't think will be back. Um, Dylan Brooks, don't think will be back, and I don't know what I can't recall off the top of my head what Knowles and Brooks's COVID year status is. But those guys are all going to have a chance to go play. Um, we'll see on that. Deuce Vaughn's going to have a chance to go to the league. He's also going to have a chance to make some money though. Uh, DJ Giddens looks pretty good. He looks pretty good. I don't. It's hard for me to answer that question just yet because they're losing so much at the skill positions, and I don't know what they're going to replace him with. Uh, but but knowing Will Howard can come back, I think probably gives a lot a lot of ammo to Colin Klein and Chris Kleiman to go hit the portal hard and go get some dudes, and that will help. But until we see that, it's going to be tough to see. They're going to lose the conference's best defensive player, most likely, right? And Felix Anyadike Uzama, he is fantastic. One of the best players in the country. I think, anyway, that he's one of the best players in the country. And it's just, it's hard right now to get a good grasp of next year. But they're going to get so much work in for all levels of the team over this month to get ready for that game. And I don't know either how much work they can do in the transfer portal like today. I don't know what the rules are on that. Uh, but we are seeing, we're seeing a lot of talented players hit the portal already. So it's all there for them, but man, they're going to lose a lot. And, and, and the all-in nature of this year will... I mean, you, you're losing... I would say they're at least losing... Four of their best six players just on the surface. And that's not even really going into like offensive line and looking there. Just your two top receivers, your top running back, your top defensive player just off the top of my head are going to be, you know, gone, 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 gone. That's going to be tough. But they're in that conversation now because look at what they just did. Yeah, well, look, and I'm, I'm not ready to go out here and, and, and make it an expectation, right? But I do think it's a question. 
And I do think that based on what we saw this year and with what Chris Kleiman is building and has built and will continue to build, um, I think that I guess my point is that we're now in a landscape with Kansas State football where I think that the program from years to come is not only on solid footing, but has the opportunity to start shooting a little bit higher. And I think that's exactly where they're at right now. When the class coming in gets to be to this point, they, they, I think the expectation absolutely needs to be the playoff. And the expect, I mean, they would have been in the playoff this year, so that's not an unreasonable expectation. And all you have to do to be a national title contender, quote unquote, is to make the playoff. So, yeah, that can almost become a yearly expectation if things go well. We'll come back. KU didn't play this weekend, but they are going bowling. We'll talk about their bowl game. If you missed anything on the show today, KFH Radio is the place to be. You can get everything on demand. Check it out. Download it. Listen to it wherever you are. Uh, we'll be right back. Albrock to Caster Sports Daily on a Reaction Monday. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. excited about the Liberty Bowl? I think this is awesome. I love the Liberty Bowl. I've been there once. Uh, sickest I've ever been in my life, but it was still an enjoyable experience on the back end. Uh, I like the Liberty Bowl. I think this is great for the Jayhawks. It's a fun It's a fun one. 
yeah, I, I don't have a problem with it at all. I think it's great. Um, they could have placed KU in any bowl game. It wouldn't have mattered. Wouldn't have mattered one bit. Uh, the fact that the Jayhawks are bowl eligible for the first time in 15 years um, is massive. And the fact that they get to go play an SEC opponent in Arkansas, um, you know, at, you know, at the Liberty Bowl, uh, it, it's incredible. And so I've got no issue with it at all. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a great game. Uh, and, yeah, I think it's great. Yeah, it's – um, I, I was there. Arkansas played K-State when I was there, and they travel really well and were fun. So I think that part of it's going to make it fun too. I think both fan bases will travel. I'll bet you I'll bet you that this is one of the uh higher attended bowl games. I think they're going to do a really good job in that category. It it's a it's a good spot. It's a good spot. It doesn't really matter. Like you said, I I don't think it mattered too much, but I do think it's fairly significant to be in the Liberty Bowl and not the you know, Sarsaparilla Bowl or whatever the whatever the hell they're called now, the Bahamas Bowl. <laughs> I, I think it matters. I think it matters. And and the Liberty Bowl isn't a New Year's Six Bowl, but it's still one of the bowls that's been around forever that we sort of know. And and I'm I'm happy for them for that reason. They've got as much even maybe probably just on par, but to be able to get all this extra time in is going to be valuable for the team now for the coaches to evaluate the portal, which is going to matter, I think, for this group too. KU is going to be another team that's in a pretty good position, I think, to do well in the transfer portal. Um, it's just a different time. We have two two teams in a bowl game. Like I've been here for a long time now covering sports in this market, but I think this is my ninth football season, something like that. And there's never been a time like this, right, where K-State's at that level – but, oh, yeah, there's, you know, KU's going to a bowl game, too. you got to get ready for two bowl games. I mean, normally you're just sort of mailing it in this time of year. Yeah, what, you know, where, where's K-State going to end up? That'll be a fun bowl game. No, like, you got a ton of excitement for both into the bowl season and the Chiefs on a playoff run. It's it's football heaven right now. Yeah, you've got K-State in the Sugar Bowl, KU in the Liberty Bowl. Um, it's a great time to be a college football fan in this state for sure. And so I, I love the fact that with KU, it's a bowl game that is in between Christmas and New Year's. It's, you know, late in the afternoon. It's a, it's the perfect time for a bowl game. Um, I love it. I think it's great. All right, let's come back. We'll hit on some of the other NFL storylines we learned from yesterday. We talked a lot about the Chiefs. What else did we see in the league? We'll also get to uh, a little bit of shocker K-State basketball. They squared off in a slugfest on Saturday. Uh, our takeaways from that and much more. 869-1240, your calls as well on Sports Daily here. Jacob Albrock, Tommy Caster, Jad Chambers producing. We'll be back after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.